Want to become best friends with the single most powerful person in the country? Whether she's a Gucci girl, Prada professional, coach queen, or target trendsetter, we'll untie the purse strings and give you the inside track on today's woman. How to capture her attention, grow her loyalty, and create such enthusiasm about your company or product that she spreads the word with her friends and family. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Purse Strings. Purse strings. Join marketing to women expert Maria Retan, senior principal at Carmichael Lynch Spong, as she chats with those in the know so your business can grow. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Purse Strings. Here's your host, Maria Retan. Good afternoon and welcome to Purse Strings. I am your host, Maria Retan, and it's great to be here today on this election day. I am so glad you can join me. You can catch Purse Strings every Tuesday at 3 o'clock Eastern. Each and every week, you'll learn how you and your company can corner the market on the most powerful consumer in the country, the 51% of us who control more than 80% of all the spending. The woman. Well, first up, this is a big day. I'm talking about Election Day, and I don't know about you, but it has been two years in the making, I feel like, and sometimes it feels a little bit longer than that. But today, we hope the presidential election will be decided by the time the polls close. Now, it could be like a few years ago when um, we didn't really know, and it took a few weeks to make that decision, but we're hopeful today that we will have a winner after all. Now, we all know we've been talking on this program, and I know all over cable news, about how women are really going to be the deciding factor in this election. No surprise to those of us here on Purse Strings and those of you who are listening today, but really the women are the majority of undecided voters in this race. Um, And they have been for past elections. This is not something that is new in 2008. The Center for American Women in Politics has... um, put out a poll. They've been doing a weekly poll um, and also in conjunction with the Pew Research Center for People in the Press. And they're finding that 60% of women, uh, women are 60% of all undecided registered voters uh, and 61% of undecided registered white voters. Now, that number was two weeks ago. This last week may have been a a major week for those undecided voters, some of whom may have made very recent decisions as to who they're going to be voting for. We certainly hope that by today that decision has been made. Some other, um, some little antidotes that that I've been pulling from the New York Times, The Economist, Washington Post, and Chicago Sun-Times in the past few weeks. Um, One thing that I thought was interesting, we've been talking about – what the issues are that have been play, at play in this uh, presidential election. Um, we know when John McCain uh, made Governor Sarah Palin his vice presidential uh, running mate, there was lots of discussion around female candidates. A new Northwestern study suggests that for female candidates, a pretty face is a big help. I know a lot has been talked about about Sarah Palin and her looks. But apparently Northwestern found out that women with thin eyebrows, round faces, and small chins are generally considered the most attractive. Now, the question is, will that mean that people will actually vote for them? And I think that that's been a topic of uh, of large debate over the last month or so, with more and more women saying, no, that's not why I'm going to vote for someone. I want to make sure that they are going to be a strong presidential candidate. But this has been the year of the woman, whether you're Republican or Democrat. Um, you know, Hillary Clinton vying for the Democratic nomination. Now we have a woman on the ticket for the Republican Party. 
It has really been a transformative year for women in politics, and as Election Day is here today, uh, you know, gender, we hope, will not be a disqualifying factor uh, necessarily for Palin, and hopefully won't be that crucial to how people decide to vote. Um, We know both sides have come out trying to win women's vote. We know a lot of women remain undecided, so I'm very anxious to talk to our guest today about how women are not only playing a huge role in this election, and specifically today. Day, but what women have at stake in the election. Well, before we get to the guest today, I want to talk a little bit about my purse profile. It's the Target Trendsetter, and I chose the Target Trendsetter because, to me, this is the ultimate mom. A lot of focus has been on mom during this election year. There's more than 10 million Target Trendsetters making a little over 90000 a year, around 40 years of age, um, a third of them college graduates, and a quarter of them homemakers. They're hopeful and entrepreneurial. They put Put their family first. Um, you know, they, they want to be able to indulge their children, those little extras that maybe they didn't get. They feel like the woman's place is in the home, um, but they do feel that the home is really a, kind of a focus of who they are and who their family is. They like to shop, um, but they do, you know, they do look for good bargains and they change up the brands for variety and novelty. Um, now more than ever, the economy is, is placing a wallop on their pocketbook. They're seeking out those deals. They go right to the clearance rack. They're looking for coupons. They're normally shopping at stores that are located very near their homes. Uh, their children do influence uh, what and how they're shopping. And, um, you know, they want to keep the kids happy, but at the same time, they want to look for a good bargain. Um, they're trying to stay young, and, um, you know, they have an important uh, feeling around customs and beliefs, and they really want to be part of a team rather than alone. It'll be interesting to see how these beliefs and these lifestyles end up emulating with their presidential choice. As far as their brands, um, they're shopping at Land's End, Old Navy, Gap, and Dress Barn. Um, they're out there um, driving Volkswagens, Hondas, Dodge, and Chryslers, and they're shopping at um, sh- designers like Tommy Hilfiger, Gloria Vanderbilt, and um, believe it or not, Levi's and Lee. Um, so if you're a marketer, how do you connect with this woman? Well, she's reading a lot of magazines, parenting magazines, women-focused publications, so everything from family fun and parenting to Red Book and First for Women. She's online a lot. She gets a lot of her information this way, so whether it be news and entertainment, she's, she's looking uh, for information online. She's at kids' sites like Disney because she wants to see what her children are looking and watching. She's at iVillage, CBS.com, MSNBC.com, and getting information on Ask.com. Cable is big. On her channel at home, there's a lot of families, family channels, a lot of home-focused shows such as HGTV, Disney, Nick, uh, E!, Lifetime, and Food Network. So um, this woman is in tune with what's going on in the country. She's really focused on her family. She might be that hockey mom that Sarah Palin talks about, but she also could be the soccer mom of the mid-'90s. But she doesn't define herself necessarily by any moniker. She just defines herself a lot by her family. Well, my guest for this program today has been talking a lot to women across the country, especially in the last several weeks. Mary Wilson is president of League of Women Voters, 
And uh, Mary was back on the program back in May. At that time, we were trying to decide if it was going to be Hillary Clinton or Barack Obama who ended up being the presidential candidate for for president. Um, but in this case, now that decision has been made, and we're facing a very, very important crossroads in our nation's future today. Mary will be back in just a moment when more purse strings is back in a second. Okay, time for something we can all relate to. Shopping. Purse strings will be right back after these messages from our advertisers. Dude, fishing in Costa Rica is going to be awesome. Amen, bro. Now that Value Click Media had netted Fast Click, we've got one of the largest online advertising networks fishing us for big bucks. You know, while we're out catching snapper. Hey, Steve, you're coming too, right? No, I'm still using BannersRUs.com. I can't afford to be away. You've got to work with Value Click Media. I've got this great account manager who's easy to work with, and they have access to the best advertisers and earn me high rates. Don't worry. We'll bring back pictures. Yeah, terrific. Visit Value Click Media now and click on Solutions for Publishers for more details. ValueClickMedia.SEOSeek.com is your one-stop site for everything SEO. From search engine marketing to pay-per-click management, SEOSeek.com delivers high-quality SEO services at affordable prices. SEOSeek.com can help you with SEO analysis, monthly reports, title and meta tag optimization, email support, and so much more. Want to keep your SEO in-house? Let our professional trainers teach SEO to your staff. Get a free quote and a free competitive analysis today at SEOSeek.com. Her Strings is back with the inside track on Today's Woman. Here's your host, Maria Retan. Welcome back to Purse Strings. I'm so excited to have Mary Wilson, president of the League of Women Voters, on today. We've been talking about um, how women are going to be pivotal in this presidential election. A lot of them are undecided, and no one knows that more than Mary. Mary, welcome back to the program. Thank you, Maria. It's wonderful to be back with you. Well, I, I really appreciate your time today. I know what a crucial day today is, and I know that you've really been out working as hard as I think the presidential candidates have themselves over the course of the last several weeks. Uh, but before we talk about that, just for those people out there who may not be as familiar with the League of Women Voters as we are, could you tell us a little bit about the League of Women Voters and what you, your reason for being is? Yes, the League of Women Voters was uh, started in 1920, uh, shortly uh, about the time that women got the right to vote. And we rather um, uh, quickly realized that women needed a lot of information about the process of voting as well as about candidates and ballot issues. And so the League of Women Voters has come to be known as the premier organization for voter information of all kinds across the country. And uh, that is uh, one of the missions that, that we strive to achieve uh, when we get this close to election. Throughout the year, we work on a, a variety of, of different issues and try to engage uh, people, both men and women, in the uh, community in their civic life. Well, I know you've, you've been incredibly busy doing just that. I know I was speaking to someone in your office. They said that you physically have been on the road nonstop, traveling to over... 10 states this election season to meet with a variety of people, including election officials, voters, and league members, which I know are, are a lot of women out there. What have you seen while you've been taking all this time over the last, oh, many, many months, 
making all of those visits to all of those states. What have you been finding has been the overarching feeling among among voters out there, but specifically women? Uh, incredible enthusiasm. Uh, it uh, really is uh, the first time in my lifetime that I have seen such an overwhelming outpouring um, of interest on the part of young women and old women, uh, women of, of all ages and all uh, colors. Uh, they are just absolutely enthusiastic and inspired uh, about, about this political process. Do you feel like it's because they, they are ready for a change in the administration, not necessarily whether they're looking for a change in Republican or Democrat, but they just want, they feel like that the, that the United States is at the point where they need something different. What do you think is inspiring this excitement? One of the things I think has been all of the public discussion uh, about the presidential election race. It has just turned the attention so much on that process by which we elect our leaders that uh, people have been drawn to it, uh, kind of like a magnet, that um, for the first time they, they are beginning to um, educate themselves about the, the process by which we select our leaders, understand the pivotal role that they play in that, in that process. So I really and truly think that the, um, the huge amount of, of publicity that's been attached to the presidential election is what has, has brought the focus uh, back uh, where the League of Women Voters has always wanted it to be, and that is the, the role that the voter plays. Well, and I know we're expecting a lot of voters coming out to the polls. I happen to reside in Minnesota. We're known for having a lot of people come out and vote, but we're hearing here it could be as high as 83% voter turnout. What, what do you think when you hear, hear numbers like that? I mean, I think that's the highest we've ever had. I think it is just absolutely incredible. And uh, the first stop I made in Missouri uh, shortly after Labor Day on uh, the beginning of my 10-state uh, tour on behalf of the voters this year, I was told that they were expecting 80 to 85 percent turnout in St. Louis County. And I began hearing that from every election official that I met with after that. And every time I told the uh, audience that was primarily members of the League of Women Voters what I had been hearing from election officials, their first thought was, wow, because that's uh, exactly what we in the League have been striving to achieve for so many years is that, is that incredible turnout. Well, I think we're going to see it today, and it will be very exciting if we achieve 85% levels. I think that that will just be uh, unheard of and exciting, and it will really set the bar very high for subsequent elections, that's for sure. And I know in this election, there seems to be a lot on the line for women. I know, and just women that I speak to, my friends and the family members that I have that are women, they, they really do seem to be more engaged in this election than in past elections. What does the election mean and represent for women this time around? Well, I believe that women are uh, recognizing the, the, the truth in that old saying that um, uh, their vote is their voice. Because we live in a representative 
democracy. We often forget that representative part of it, but uh, I think we've come back full circle to recognize the fact that um, we across the country do uh, uh, represent what uh, our elected officials should be, and our elected officials should represent who we are, and that includes uh, women who are more than 50% of the uh, of the population. Mm-hmm. Well, I know women make up, yes, you're right, 51% of the population, and I think that we do feel like the time is now for our voice to be heard, and the best way for that, of course, is to go out and cast your vote. And I, I know that the heat has really been turned up the last couple of weeks. I know the league has been working very hard to make sure every voter is informed and prepared. I feel like that the candidates have certainly been out there in force the last several weeks bombarding us all with advertisements. I feel like I can't watch a show without seeing four out of five ads being, you know, being some type of campaign ad. Do you feel like that all the publicity around the presidential election has been a good thing? And um, I know there's been a lot of hubbub around Sarah Palin. Do you specifically feel that the attention focused on the female candidates has been good for the election? Well, in general, I think that the publicity uh, has been good because it has brought people's attention to the election. When you look at the publicity that has surrounded uh, female candidates, not just the presidential and vice presidential uh, candidates uh, during the primary and general uh, season, but also uh, people, women who are running for a Senate or in House of Representatives or their own state legislatures. We, uh, we traditionally have found and we continue to find uh, a difference in, uh, in the treatment by the media uh, in uh, the way that they deal with, with women about, uh, about their appearance, about their clothing, for example. And uh, and we uh, in the league would certainly like to to move beyond that point, where indeed uh, we we don't have to focus on uh, those kinds of uh, superficial issues with women candidates. Uh, whether that in the end uh, really matters to uh, either men or women who turn out uh, to vote um, will be an interesting subject for researchers probably to uh, study for the next uh, few years because this has been uh, one of the uh, one of the biggest opportunities for uh, women to really look and see and experience the concept that um, that there can be a viable presidential uh, elect uh, candidate in the in the primaries who's a woman uh, and now a vice presidential candidate who's a woman and it really focuses on the fact that um, that we've come a long way in that regard. We have a little bit further to go in terms of the way in which we're portrayed by the media, but that too will change. Yes, indeed. We hope that is the case. Well, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, I'm going to be asking Mary a little bit about how the presidential election uh, is going to be influencing outcomes of races across the country where women uh, are up for office. That's in just a moment when Purse Strings return. Okay, time for something we can all relate to, shopping. Purse Strings will be right back after these messages from our advertisers. 
Okay, so you're telling me that if I put the Go Currency Converter on my site, all my international customers can see how much they're paying in their own currency? Yeah, GoCurrency.com has free currency converters, language translations, international clocks, everything you need to do international business. So how does it work? Conversion elves. Conversion elves? Yeah, watch. Want to know what this will cost in euros? Check this out. Listen up, elves. We got one. $34 US. I need that in euros. Now, people. We got it. Put it up there, elves. Wow. Currency elves. Who knew? GoCurrency.com. Free currency converters, language translations, and more. GoCurrency.com. Susan, you're still responsible for digital marketing programs, right? Right. So your team is responsible for email marketing, web analytics, PPC campaign optimization, and scheduling? Your point? Why are you so relaxed? My team deals with five different solutions, tech support teams, and just as many invoices, and it's making us mental. What is it? Aromatherapy? Acupuncture? Why are you so relaxed? You just have to simplify your tool set and unify your team. Lyris provides totally integrated email marketing, web analytics, PPC campaign management, and calendaring functionality. It's all in one spot that provides a holistic view of all your team's efforts. And you get all of this functionality for $299 a month. So with Lyris, one company can do it all. Huh. I feel like I can cancel that acupuncture appointment already. To see how Lyris can simplify your life, visit Lyris.com or call 1-888-GO-LYRIS. Simplify, unify, and increase ROI with Lyris today. Her Strings is back with the inside track on Today's Woman. Here's your host, Maria Retan. And we're back. I'm joined today by Mary Wilson, president of the League of Women Voters, and I'm so thrilled to have Mary on today, this election day, a pivotal day in what has been, I think, a two-year um, run for office, at least. And Mary, before the break, we were talking a little bit about what this election means for women, why women are so excited and enthusiastic for this day to finally get here. And we've been talking about how that we've got a ways to go uh, when it comes to um, having women fully involved in running for office without there being a focus, for example, on what they look like. Let's talk about the issues, not what they look like. And we know with this election that women have come a long way, both as having a viable candidate for the Democratic nominee, but also being a vice presidential um, nominee. But there are other women running for other offices. And I'm just curious, Mary, if, as you traveled across the state, did you feel like that the presidential election was going to be influencing the outcomes of those of those races where women were running for office. What I actually uh, experienced and saw was that uh, in most cases, the presidential race was dwarfing the other races. And from my own perspective as president of the League of Women Voters, I was disappointed to see that because it is indeed the um, people who are elected to office closest to us, the the school board members, uh, the state legislative um, members, the um, county commissioners and so forth, who very often affect our lives the most because we reach out and touch them and and they are indeed responsible for so many of the day-to-day things that affects our lives. And so I, I did in, indeed experience the, the fact that the presidential election and all the media attention that was being placed on that not only um, 
national media, uh, but also local media, was was really very much dwarfing even the House and uh, Senate races, and that's uh, that's always uh, disappointing to see. But when it gets right down to it, uh, that's the job of groups like the League of Women Voters to make sure with our voters' guides that we put out that uh, people do look at those down what we call down ballot races and uh, know know something about the candidates on that those races so that they can vote their ballot. Exactly right, and you've done a phenomenal job not only with the things that you hand out but online as well. Very robust website. And I know that as you've traveled around, too, you've, you've run into a lot of women, many of them league members, and you've been looking at, at those hotly contested races, uh, in some of which where women are actually up for office. But, you know, we've heard people talking about hockey moms. We've heard people talk about soccer moms. Do you feel like that there are certain blocks or types of women that kind of have come into po- power this election season? Actually, I think that... Um when I look at uh, the new groups that have come into power, it really is the young woman, the uh, woman who's of college age, under 25, and uh, minority women who have have really come into power, begun discussing uh, politics more vigorously than, than they have in the past. Well, and I know we can certainly see that the candidates have figured some of that out as well, we, just looking at the nature of their their key messages and their comments that they make every night at the podium and then also during the debates. They certainly are, are really talking to very particular types of women. And, and it's all around issues. We know that over the course of the last two years or the 18 months that this election has really been taking its course, that the, the United States has changed. The issues have changed a little bit. What do you think the issues are that are most important to women out there, and how have they kind of migrated over the last year, um, certainly around the economy? Mm-hmm. Well, the interesting part about that is that this new group of, of voters that's just coming into the voting population, the 18- to 25-year-old woman, is interested in issues that are different than what the woman who is uh, in mid in midlife and and uh, has children and is looking uh, forward to raising those children, giving them a good education, being able to afford to send them uh, to college. The um, the young women really are looking at it more from the standpoint of what does this mean in terms of my job opportunities, uh, and and uh, other women are looking at it more from what does this mean to my investment accounts so that when I want to send those children to college, uh, the money is going to be there. Uh, and older women, of course, are very interested in their retirement accounts. So I really do think that the economy plays large with all of those groups, but they characterize it in, in quite a different way. Absolutely, and I think we're all kind of holding our breath, hoping that once we get through this election, we'll see an uptick in the economy. I know traditionally, or historically, I should say, we've always kind of seen the economy rebound after each um, presidential election, and I know that I'm not alone when I say I certainly hope that's the case this year. What are the top things that the League of Women Voters, besides the economy, would like to see result from today's election? 
Well, the the top uh, number one thing that that we wanted to see out of that election, I think that we were already beginning to realize, and that's a a record turnout, uh, and that means uh, a record involvement of people in electing their representatives. And with the number of people who've been willing to stand in line uh, at early voting uh, sites. Uh, it, it's been it's been phenomenal from our standpoint, and so uh, and so I'm going to say that uh, that coming out of this election, we see uh, a a renewed vigor of people wanting to participate in the system. Uh, some of the other things that uh, we hope to get out of this really um, it's a it's come we've come a long way since the year 2000 when the presidential election was not decided uh, as quickly as as, uh, many of us would like. We've seen a lot of changes in the way that we run elections over the last eight years. And this year, I'm hoping that uh, when we uh, start talking about this tomorrow and talk about what the election process was all about, that we, we see that voters have renewed confidence in the integrity of their system that uh, has been eroded over the last few years more than than we would ever like. Uh, And, of course, uh, we we want to see a coming together uh, after uh, after this uh, extremely expensive and, as you say, two-year process of electing a president. I think that people really need to uh, come together and recognize that if their candidate did not win, still the person who was elected is their voice, and they need to continue after the election to make their voice heard in the process. And it's all about casting that vote, because that's the way that our voices are heard. And, Mary, it's not too late still to get out and vote. Am I right? Many hours left before uh, (laughs) the polls close. That's right. So if you're listening, get out there, cast your vote, because after tonight, when those polls close, it's all said and done, and I know we're all thankful for that. Mary, thank you so much for taking the time today. Thank you. And I wish you the best, uh, and I know I, I want to say thank you, too, to the League of Women Voters, everything that you've done for the last several years in trying to get people informed around the issues and galvanize so they get out and vote today. Thank you, Producer Eddie, for a smooth show today. And next week, join me. I'm going to have Elisa Campart-Page, who's the COO and co-founder of BlogHer, on the program. The network just wrapped up a national BlogHer reach-out tour. She's going to share news from that road trip along with some details on the big national conference that will be coming up and their new network television partnership. So that's Blog Her, Eliza Camport Page, next Tuesday, 3 o'clock Eastern. Until then, thanks so much for joining me today. Make it a great one.